Hello friends, I'm back again with the episode 4 of this podcast. Today I'll be talking about various relevant courses and practice books useful for part 2 exam preparation. Well, before I begin with more details of these courses and books, just to mention that the idea is not to promote a particular course or book, but it's simply to make you aware of various resources. Well, I declare no conflict of interest, uh, although I myself involved in as a faculty of one of the courses. But again, the idea is not to promote that particular course. I might miss on a few recent courses and there might be some that I mentioned but probably due to COVID situation are no longer face-to-face or are available as online options. But I think it's worth mentioning the ones that I'm aware of and I think you could possibly Google the name of the course and find out more about how it's going on. Well, more than booking a course, it's important to know when to book it and how to have the most benefit of it. Most of us prefer to book a course once we have had at least one or two full readings of the study material that I mentioned previously which mainly includes your guidelines. And it's best if the course is at least one and a half to two months before the exam date. So that gives you sufficient time to revise or practice anything further that's required after attending the course. And it's also useful because you could possibly ask your doubts that you've had after going through the guideline uh, in the course itself. Well, there are some of us, or rather few of us, who might think of doing a course in a very beginning of their preparation. Well, it will most likely be like a taster for them, so as to know how much they need to prepare, what all is the study material, and they might be there to find a few study partners. And then from there, they move forward. One of the things worth mentioning here is that these courses are not for free, and some of them could be a bit expensive. Plus, adding on that would be the traveling charges if you have to come to a different location to attend a course, especially if it's face-to-face. So it's worth considering the finances before looking for this option. Well, if a good course is available locally or online and you're really short of time or are really looking for a study team, then it might be worth a shot. Well, RCOG website gives resources 
on various RCOG courses for part two exam preparation. And also it mentions a few part two practice books. I would be now mentioning the courses which I did or the courses which some of my friends did and we found them quite useful. One of the main courses which I attended was the forest course or the whips cross course, which is an eight to nine days intensive course and happens in UK. It was a face to face course for me and it was roughly around one and a half months before my exam. It was a very good course for me. I could get a lot of information, practice a lot of questions and actually make some make some good study partners. And we ended up preparing together for even part three exam. Well, one of the other courses is the MRCOG trademark group course by Dr. Mustafa, which again, I accessed the study material for my part two preparation. The another course is online course called BMRCOG, which is by Dr. Asmanaki. Now this is the course where I'm faculty for part two uh, topic of sexual reproductive health, but again, the idea is not to promote the course, it's just to tell you about the course. You could actually get a lot more information if you simply Google MRCOG part two courses, or you can go through Facebook and the different groups and courses available. A few of my friends did ACE course and they found it quite useful. Well, your local RCOG committee might also be organizing a few courses in your area. For example, the one which I did was RCOG AICC North Zone, which happened in Delhi in India. Then there was a course organized by Dr. Neela Mukhopadhyay, uh, which was based in Bangalore. Uh, it was again a part two course. I basically attended the part three version of the course. So I believe it's an endless list. What is important is you could probably do one or two courses. It's good if you have a study group, then all of you could divide different courses and maybe come back and discuss the key learning points from each course. So that would give you an idea of the information that's been disseminated in different courses. Well, as far as the practice books are concerned, again, there's an exhaustive list of books available, either through Amazon or you could just Google it. There's a few of them which I'll be mentioning. Uh, the SPA Part 2 book by Amanda Jones, the Part 2 SBA and EMQ book by Andrew Sizer, the MRCOG Part 2 book by Rekhavant Kahl and Tony Hillingworth. There's another SBN EMQ part two book by Srilata Datta and Tahir Mahmood. There's a particular SBA book by Dr. Neela Mukhopadhyay. There's part two EMQ books by Andrew Pilkington and Amitabha Majindar. 
There is Get Through Part Two by Ari Kumarasamy, another book by Chinmay Ratha, and so on. There's also online practice bank available like Busy SPR on BMJ, or if you access Stratogy, it also offers MRCOG Part Two SBN EMQ practice questions. The EMQ practice questions there are quite good. Well, again, it's worth mentioning. It could involve a lot of finances. So, if you are in a group, you could probably buy a different set of books and then exchange your books, or you could think about having a paperback version, which is much cheaper. The important thing is to look for the latest editions of the book. That the word of caution. Whenever you go through any of these practice questions, it's worth checking the references of the answers. They should be based on the recent updated guidelines, so as to avoid any confusion. Don't forget, it's always worth going back to the guideline if you are unsure of the answer. And I would say it's worth. That's the reason why it's worth going through the practice question books after at least one read of all your guidelines, because then you very well know which is the right thing and which is probably from the old guideline and needs to be changed. So I'm bringing this episode to an end now. In my next se- session uh, or next episode, I'll talk a bit more on the additional study material. that is quite helpful for part 2 and a few other tips and tricks for how to solve an spa or an emq all right thank you